Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Right, I'm sorry, before we start the episode, Sam, uh, someone strongly suggested to me that you and possibly Moon were conspiring to kick me off this show, <laughs> and we need, to, we need to address it, so, yes. <laughs> You've done it to yourself, babe, sorry. <laughs> did I pull my own lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you did an angina and shoved your own lipstick in the hole. I wondered how long it would take you for a sexual innuendo. All of four <laughs> seconds, so... Right, it right in your mongina. Your days are numbered. <laughs> Let's start as we mean to go on. <laughs> and, um, here's something else we need to address. I keep forgetting to say this, but um, for the people listening to the show, we're obviously very grateful. Uh, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already, because that is the best way to help us reach more people. And mm. if you do enjoy listening, which you must because you keep tuning in, please do that. And even if you've left one before, maybe leave another one now giving your opinion on Sam, who is new. And even if it's a negative review of Sam, please do leave it. If I, I, especially. Wel- I, welcome neg- I welcome negative ones, otherwise I'll never improve prove otherwise his ego gets too out of control and also follow us on instagram at united queendom podcast and follow sam at sam dowler time at sam dowler time on instagram and at sam dowler on twitter i'm quite actually political when it comes to twitter i've been really on it this week actually but sam is always a guaranteed laugh on every platform (laughs) (laughs) yes who doesn't love a political laugh He's actually not meaning to be funny, but I have a good laugh at them. Just, just the grammar, if nothing else. <laughs> I want to be laughed at, not with, please. <laughs> and one more thing. Tomorrow we have our special exclusive interview with the amazing Courtney Act. Courtney Act, in which she talks about her feud with RuPaul, Drag Race Australia, Celebrity Big Brother, and she gets deep about cancel culture. <gasps> and even rimming is mentioned. So, oh, Sam, bloody you... <laughs> hell. She talks about rimming. What a ripper. Does she, um, does she talk... Does she talk... You know she talks about Australia. Australian uh, drag race. Does she say she one of the judges or what? <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put a shrimp on the Barbie, ready to go. <laughs> can I t- can I tell you that I do have I do like half of my family Australian, so I can say that. You know. Oh, you can really tell. Mm, thanks, thanks a lot. I, I lived there for I a did- year and a half as well. Thanks. I heard you did like a didgeridoo, but I didn't know if it was just a rumor. It was a didgeridoo, don't, babes. <laughs> so- so this week's episode is SheMZ. Let's get into it. So we start off, Mariah is gone, Mimi was emancipated, and Shay is relieved that she stayed. But now she finds out that two queens did try to get rid of her, which is Mayhem and Alexis. <laughs> what did you make of this? Well, other than the fact that I just... I the whole thing was super shady and I loved it. But I mean, one, <laughs> one thing that I do think is funny, after they come back and they do this untucked, like she has to sit there and be all serious and talk about these lipsticks with that whole fucking face paint on, looking ridiculous. <laughs> and she's like, uh, well, I think you'll find it's quite shady. But then uh, my favourite person in it, again, obviously was... Um, Juju B, who when she goes, mm, one Shay, two Shay, goes, oh, two Shay. And then Shay Goulet <laughs> doesn't find it funny at all and goes, mm-hmm, mm. Yeah, this is serious matters. We count these lipsticks out. <laughs> it's, it's no time for joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm dressed as a moth. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that when you're at a fancy dress party and someone is there looking in a bad mood, I'm like, you really can't pull that off. When you're in fancy dress, you kind of have to look... <laughs> Like you're having a good time, <laughs> otherwise it gets real tragic real yeah, fast, doesn't yeah. it? Sat and have a deep and meaningful dress like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Come out of your shell, babe. Um, <laughs> why, why the long neck? <laughs> so, Sam, do you think that people could lie in this or do you think that would never work? Because you could, when they're counting them out, could everyone just say, no, none of us voted for Shay? And they'd know someone was lying. But... Well, I mean, but the thing is, she, Shay says instantly, I know who it was. So then... Uh, oh, then, did um, she? Yeah, she goes, she, and then she goes, oh, I know these shady queens, whatever, and they both, like, look sheepish. And then Blair was like, <gasps> when the first Shay one came out, the uh, she clutches her pearls so ridiculously. <gasps> oh, my... Who could it have been? And then... Um, and, <laughs> and you can't really lie, because there aren't that many of them there. And then... Um, and again, Jujubee called calls her out massively when she goes, I just could I just couldn't have voted. I couldn't have voted for... Who was who were the other people who voted for? It was Mariah and... Um, uh, India mayhem. and mayhem mm. was it mayhem? Yeah, that's God, right. I'm already she getting them all mixed and, up. And she and she, and GGB goes, oh well, I understand why you didn't you didn't vote for her, but you could have voted for India. And she was like, oh well, I just couldn't. Her performance was amazing. It's just like, well, was it's, it? It's yeah, exactly. It wasn't. She stinks of bullshit. And the fact that um, mayhem says in the um, in the VT 
that she thought everyone was going to go for Shay and kick her out. And she was wrong and it backfired. <laughs> but do you think they should own up to it and be like, you know what, I voted for you because you're a big competition? Or do you think that they have to kind of do a poker face and be like, no, I, uh, I'm i sticking to this lie that I had to save India for whatever well, reason. Exactly, it's bollocks. It's, blat- it's blatantly obvious and I think they should have just said so. I mean, like, you know, they basically tried to manila Shay and didn't get it and didn't get away with it. And now Shay's out for revenge. But do you, if you were on the show, do you think when someone voted for you that would be like, right, you're dead to me, I'm going to get rid of you at the first opportunity? Or do you think 100%. it's like a rogue? 100%. <laughs> Because basically, it was if if fair enough. If I was shit that week and I deserved to go home and I deserved to be in the bottom, then I would rethink it. If you were trying to get rid of me because I was really good and I was competition, then absolutely not. You're dead to me. It's unforgivable. You do hold a grudge. The thing about you, Sam, is you get on with most people, but on the rare occasion you don't, you will hold that grudge, won't you? I will I know till, that. The, till the day I die. You know who you are. So now we have. Um, she done already done had hers is. God. Can you do that, Sam? I miss the days it says, you've got <laughs> Oh, God. We, well, the, the reason that said it out is because it's offensive. So now we have to edit it I, out. <laughs> was, it really, was it really that offensive, though? Well, it was. I mean, that's actually, as you'll find out in the interview with Courtney Act tomorrow, that was the reason they fell out. So Rue blocked oh. her for calling her out on it. So oh. if, if you don't want to get it's, blocked it's just, by Rue play. It's just a play on the word email, though. So I don't really see it's that bad. No. Well, I think the general consensus these days is you yeah. get to decide if you're part of that group whether the word is offensive because we are not <laughs> yet um, no, I, I don't I'm, think it's I'm ours not... to decide <laughs> yeah no exactly we can't we can't decide what's offensive and what isn't if we're not to be involved well thank god it's not us that decides otherwise nothing would be off the list would it <laughs> everyone would be offended all 24 <laughs> 7 um, so the, the challenge this week is SheMZ, which is all about celebrity gossip, which is something that you and I do know a thing or two about. So we're... We know a lot <laughs> about it. And do you know what? My, the, the creepiest thing about this whole episode, and it's never really explained, is them all like acting all butch. I mean, yeah, I understand <laughs> it's, spo- it's supposed to represent the TMZ offices. I don't know if you've ever seen any videos of it, like, but they are all like, you know, it's a parody of that. But um, uh, So they but are they... all butch in the TMZ office. Well, I, well, supposedly, but they... Because most they, celebrity you know, do, showbiz people are gay, as we very much not prove. In, not, not in America, they're not. Like, it's actually, um, you know, you can be straight and enjoy celebrity gossip over there, apparently. But are they um, the ones running around with the cameras? Because here it's very separate, isn't it? We do the writing and the yeah. stories, and then we the, the people who do the actual paparazzi stuff are... I mean, the is this rude to say? Most of them are quite hideous and straight. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, some of them are really best friends, but yes, they're, they're all on violent. the right side of the camera. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a, a face made for photographing on the other side, but they um they they don't um they don't basically over here they don't ask any questions. Like you know how Ross Matthews um goes up to yes. them and asks them questions. They don't ask any questions here because they just because they go from one job to the next, taking pictures, and then that's it. And then well, sell them used, to their agency. They do sometimes do the thing here where if you want a picture of a celebrity looking sad, you'll just shout an insult at them. Just to get the um but that's not really you're, you're, that's not really journalism. Ugly. That's more that's more <laughs> abuse really. But th- that's why I just do that normally in the street anyway. If someone's not wearing a mask. <laughs> whether, there's a, whether there's a camera rolling or not, I usually tell them they're fat and ugly, just, just for the laugh. <laughs> no, you don't. Or just, just, just to see their sad face crying. No, jokes. <laughs> only to members of the family. I was going to uh, say, only with my very best friends. <laughs> um, but this means that we are finally qualified to be critiquing the show. Not that that stopped us before, but we actually know <laughs> a thing or two about At last. this. Um, so on... Uh, they do the thing again where RuPaul assigns them to their groups. So there's no mini challenge to decide it. And this week it feels very contrived as in like mm. oh, to yeah. create drama because they've put Shay and Alexis in a group together when we all know Alexis yeah. just tried to get rid of Shay. And then yeah. the whole thing about putting India and Mayhem in a group feels like now's the chance to get rid- start getting rid of them because they feel a bit like filler. <laughs> do you think yeah. that was the intention? Well they're, well, they're totally filler. I mean, I knew which one was going to go home this week and it was basically either of those from that group unless they'd have pulled something massive out the bag but um, obviously they didn't and and I agree with you and like they obviously wanted Cracker and Blair to be together so that they could um, you know stir that up and oh. and obviously Shay and Alexis where um, I d- there were some good bits like when Shay said that she was going to put on her professional panties and just get on with it 
Yeah. I want to know, where can I buy these professional panties? I really feel like I need some. <laughs> I think that ship has sailed for you, Sam. <laughs> um, we find out what roles they're playing. They all get assigned the role as well. They don't get to choose. And India is playing a chronic shoplifter, which is like a reference to Winona Ryder. And so, and so shady as well. Because she actually is a shoplifter, which they obviously knew because she's they obviously been to court that. for it. Because they did this, they always do this when Latrice is on the show. They always make like a, a, a court or jail themed episode <laughs> so that she has to talk about it. It's just like, <laughs> don't forget you've been to jail, everyone. Ha ha ha. Well, Latrice has been on like three seasons and they've still managed to do about seven jail themed references. <laughs> they, they, should have had, they should have had Sherry Pie on it and done, and done one on, um, on catfishing. So, Sam, <laughs> shoplifting, have you ever? Um, no, I do know a few That's people who did. <laughs> no, I no, I've I've been with people who did do it. Like I remember leaving a shop before, and somebody who I was with was like, "Ooh, I just I just nicked this skirt," and I was like, "Why?" Because they because generally, I mean, I know that India talks about when she was she was stealing dresses when she couldn't afford it and stuff. But I've always been people with people who can afford it that just do it for the thrill. Well, the people always talk about that the thrill of shoplifting. I mm. have my closest experience, I would say, is when I used to work in an office. They had a canteen. And you'd go up mm. and get the food and you're obviously meant to go up and queue up and pay for it. But sometimes the queue was so big, I would just take it. <laughs> so, it, but that that's, was not, that's laziness, really. Yeah, it wasn't the thrill. It was more the, I didn't want to queue. So there is a different, a more of a, I would say, sophisticated shoplifter who just doesn't have the time on the go. When, um, when they first did, you know, the, um, the scanners in the supermarket where you just, you know, pack your own shopping and stuff. Um, when it first started, the uh, scales were a bit ropey, so you could always you'd always pop in a little five finger discount when you wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to shoplift from there now, um, <laughs> and you can always just say there was a mistake with the machine because they do mess up a lot, don't they? So as long as you, well, no, they're very sensitive these days because um, yeah, because they'll they'll because they weigh your veg as well, so uh, you can't really get away with much at all. It's it's within a point zero one of a gram. Oh. Well, I have a friend, she has this theory, well, it's a theory, more of a delusion, I won't name her, but <laughs> when she's in a shop, she says if, like, the dress is not in the section with all the other dresses and someone's put it back on the wrong rack, that means you're allowed to take it. So she'll just... <laughs> it's not really how it works, but she says that's like the universe saying, oh, this is already fallen out of where it's meant to be, so off you go. But <laughs> how, how would she know it was the right size for her? She's just going to take it anyway. Oh, she'll take men's clothes, anything, as long as it's in the wrong place. <laughs> she sounds like she's she sounds like she's a kleptomaniac, to be honest with you. If the, if something's in the shop, it still belongs to the shop. Oh, I'm not going to lie, you wouldn't be the first person who called her that, I must admit. And she does talk <laughs> about the rush, and that's when you usually know you're onto a, a chronic behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you get a, if you get like a stomach rush and you you know you get cold sweats and stuff, and you're just doing something normal, then. You know, you know you're committing a crime. <laughs> she steals toilet roll as well. So she'll go to the supermarket, pay for all her items, but keep the big multi-pack of toilet paper thing and the handle on her arm and then act. If anyone mentions <laughs> she hasn't paid for it, be like, oh, I forgot it was on my arm. That's, uh... Well, that's in, case she, that's in case she shits herself with nerves afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we get to our first com- uh, big confrontation of the episode. So Cracker... Um... Oh, no, sorry. Ignore that. I've, I've, I've jumped ahead of myself. We get an, uh, <laughs> Cracker is assigned someone shady at the centre of a college admission scandal, which is a reference yeah. to, like, Felicity Huffman. <laughs> and um, she was a guest judge on Drag Race, wasn't she? So I know, so super shady. But I also think that um, I felt really bad for her, actually. And nobody got hurt, did they? <laughs> well, did, she, did she go to jail for, like, a week or something? Um, I think she went for, yeah, a few days. I mean, it was, I mean, and everyone said it was, you know, massive white privilege that she got away with it with such a small amount of jail time anyway, which you can understand. But, um, you know, I think it's wrong. Celebrities shouldn't go to jail. It's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think, I I just thought it didn't make any sense because if your child is not smart enough to pass the exams genuinely, then when they get to the college or uni or wherever it is, aren't they just going to continue to... Not um, pass. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, are you saying that when you went to university from doing your A-levels, that you ever ever used any of the information that you learned in your A-levels at university? I know I barely did. No, but if you're a bad student, you'll still be a bad student and you'll be a bad student with other students who are better than you because they earned their place. Yeah, but once you're, in, once you're through the door, once you're foot in the door, that's it. You can do as much or a little work as you want. 
Yeah, I guess you could pay for her to get in and then be like, right, this time I can't help you again, so you have to knuckle down and do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Or just or just buy the university another wing and then get it, you know. God, that's true. It's also corrupt. I, I for one, believe she did deserve to be in jail. Um, <sighs> Were you a fan of Desperate Housewives, though? Yeah, I love Desperate Housewives and I loved her in Transamerica. Um, mm. But Although I mean... That would, that would have been shady now as well. She wouldn't have been allowed to play that part. No, um, that's another another mark against her name. Poor Felicity. Um, jail, jail, she's gone on to jail for that. But India did not go to jail for her shoplifting. She went to court for it. Um, so I thought it's quite ironic she's famous for being lifted by Mimi M first when she herself was lifting everything else. Oh, the full circle. <laughs> but, but also, like, but also, she said that she got caught stealing three dresses. I mean, the size of drag queen dresses, you're, take, you're stealing three of them and you're once surprised you got caught. <laughs> and why were her I mean, one so of the, bad one on season three then? She shoplifted <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> one, of them was a, one of them was a giant, you know... Um, peacock feather outfit and like you know I just tried I tried to smuggle it into my tote bag but it didn't work (laughs) Um, I think the best acting of this episode is Shay and Alexis pretending to get along so I mean they should have won for this alone Uh, do you what did you make of their kind of interactions Um, I quite liked it really I thought um, they were they were quite good sparring partners I mean it, it translated to working quite well in their scene but also um, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't su- it wasn't such a bad argument that they couldn't sort of make jokes about it, which they totally did, and and they were just and they said like you know oh you you know that part was meant for you are you trashy that part was meant for you uh, fake it was all it was like it was basically given to them to work really well and it did. And my favourite bit was Shay saying, I-, I can trust Alexis as far as I can throw her, and y'all know that ain't far. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this is the bit where that we referenced at the beginning of the episode, which is Cracker accusing Blair of conspiring to get rid of her. <laughs> That's such a crock of shit. That's such a crocker of shit. <laughs> crocker. Ms. Crocker. Um, it was just weird because it was, it was very much like almost reminded me of Laganja in season six when she came for a door and she was like, I don't know what it was. I don't know who it, what you said. I can't remember, but I feel like maybe you came for me. And I was just like, mm. if you're going to make this big drama when you're meant to be working in a challenge, at least come yeah. with some receipts. Be like, because Blair's name was never mentioned in that Alexis Rao that we saw on TV. I know. I know. The thing is, I think with someone like Cracker, she's... Because she's been dishing it out. The problem with someone who can dish it out is that they cannot take it. And as well, if you're going around stirring and being bitchy, then it makes you really paranoid as well. Because you know that if you're going around doing it, then someone could easy go around doing it to you. So she was just like, so she basically picked on the sweetest person in the whole fucking room, who was Blair, <laughs> who's literally sat there looking like a little lesbian. And it's like, <laughs> Blair, and it's like, babe, she's like, she like literally bats her eyelids with those little lips, like little bottom lip quivering. It's like, leave her alone, Cracker. She hasn't done anything. But Blair, it is true that Blair has not been enjoying Cracker. So it's not completely out of nowhere, but you're right. Cracker is coming across No one's paranoid. been enjoying Cracker. No, literally no one. <laughs> Um, but then the person who is enjoying this is Juju, who's watching it like a tennis match going back and forth. And then she says she feels like a Juju sandwich with two pieces of white bread. So she's aroused. I, I thought that was funny. She she could have gone skiing with them. Basically, she was um, she was she was looking. Le- I know, it was you know what that's classic Juju B. Like you know make the make the situation funny, and it was because she could just see the ridiculousness of it, and she just rather than be like oh my god and, and be really serious and try and look concerned, she just made a joke out of it, which is what it's all about. What, how do you feel when you're with friends or with anyone and people start arguing, but it doesn't involve you? Are you just like popcorn or are you like, oh, I feel uncomfortable? Um, I will just sit there and avert my eyes. Or you get on your phone, don't you? Or if or if I happen to strongly agree with one of them, then I will come in and... You'll gang up, basically. <laughs> well, I'll say, I'll say um, I have to say I don't really agree with that. I don't think, I don't think, I think you've got the wrong end of the stick. So if I was... If I knew what was going on in that situation, I would have said to Cracker, um, I don't really think you're right there, actually. So, Yeah, I find it hard not to stick my nose into stuff. I should just sit <laughs> back know, and babes. enjoy. But <laughs> if, it, if there's a little bit of sniff of an argument, I'm like, right, this sounds like one for me. Oh, that's right, you bitch. I saw you. Where do I sign up? Okay. <laughs> um, so as you mentioned, the queens are all playing straight men. Um, I find it funny because, like, They've all got lip fillers, so it's not as convincing. You don't tend to get straight men with lip fillers. But who did you or, think... Um, or or penciled-in eyebrows. <laughs> who did you think was convincing, if anyone? 
Um, I thought Cracker was quite convincing, despite the eyebrows. I thought um, she was the least. I thought she looked really, really? weird. Yeah. Um, oh, she looked. Weird. I didn't say she didn't look weird, but she looked quite convincing. Yeah. And um, Mayhem was quite convincing as well. But um, yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work with Shay. She's just got like a too much for sort of like an elegant face that didn't really work yeah she's and, clearly and, had some uh, like cheek implant uh, like yeah exactly lift and, <laughs> and Blair did just look like um, Bieber which was quite funny Bieber slash Ellen but they're interchangeable <laughs> anyway Bieberlin <laughs> and uh, the first sketch we get to see is the one with Shay and Alexis at lunch which is sort of like a housewives parody did you like yep. this one um yeah I did I think it suffered in the way all three suffered that they were too long um, yeah. I think you don't usually complain just... about that no normally I'm 12 inches all the way babe just like a subway um, but <laughs> extra however, <cheese>. I th- <laughs> extra mayo around my mouth no I think um, it was just the, I mean the wigs were funny Shay's wig was really good and it just sort of it just sort of meandered along it was funny it was funny to begin with obviously Alexis was talking over Shay, which they did yeah. mention later on. And it is, I mean, it's really annoying for the viewer because it doesn't work and it just looks messy. Yeah. Um, that's why we never do it. Um, and <laughs> so I think that it was just like towards the end when they were like just screaming and having a fight, it was just like, oh, this again. Don't you think when Alexis snatched Shay's wig, if she'd had roses underneath, it would have been quite a funny reference? I thought that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. But they end that up having would've... a fight, and it's like every single improv scene in Drag Race history ends in a big fight. And it is quite funny, but it's just like, it gets repetitive after a while. It's like fight really or repetitive. lesbian kiss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, it was really, it was repetitive, or, or the weird licking, but we'll get to that later. Oh, um, I just think it was... Yeah, it just it just went on a bit too long, and it could have been. But thing is, it was improv. So as far as improv goes, I mean, I've done. Did you, I don't know if you ever done improv. I've done improv, and sometimes it can be really good, and sometimes it can be utter shite. So they give it somewhere in the middle. You're supposed to just say yes. That's the main rule, isn't it? Which you apply yes. to a lot of areas of life. I do always. Never say no. <laughs> um, never say never. So I don't know if I'm just stupid. Probably, but I the cracker Juju and Blair sketch. I didn't really even get the plot of it. I don't really know what... I know it's about admissions and drag you, but I just found it a bit, like, hard to well, follow. Well, why, why was she coming out of a um, a clinic, for starters? I don't um, know. I don't really get any of it. But I, did, I agreed that Cracker was good. I thought she was probably the strongest. I didn't... It, we'll get to that later. Well, but. I thought Juju B was the strongest, actually. Um, and I'm not biased. I just really think she was. Um, and, of course, I don't really like Cracker. A but, lot um, of people thought Juju was the strongest. But I, I thought she was going to be in the bottom, actually. Cause this jer- I thought she was, like, doing a Jersey accent, which reminded me of the Jersey Justice one from last season. I thought, sounds like you're on the wrong yeah, but season. She, yeah, but the thing is, she was the only one that was actually acting. That's she was true. playing. She was playing a character that wasn't Juju B, whereas the other two were just basically do, doing a different version of themselves she was acting as a, like an older lady and it worked it was believable and whereas you know Blair was just crap just pretending to cry the whole time well, she's Rubbish. very forgettable it was very where really St. Clair like I mean I didn't even remember her being there <laughs> Blair St. <Saint>, Blair <Saint> where <laughs> and um but I think Cracker had the best comedic lines she had the line of I know our friendship has been over more bumps than your foundation stick which I thought was a good yeah. one which she obviously pre-planned that definitely and the, the Lady Gaga one was the real zinger wasn't it which is yeah. when Lady Gaga said there could be a hundred people in a room you were shocked I thought that was <laughs> what won her the challenge ultimately slightly um, slightly laboured but yeah she, you can give her that she is always just like funny but a little bit off isn't she there's always something a little bit too forced about it yeah, but... ex- yeah exactly it's like you could, give her a, you could give her a script, but she just over-eggs the pudding and it just goes the wrong side of funny. And it just seems, yeah, like it just seems a bit laboured, yeah. a little bit forced, like you said. BTW, Sam, are you, are you still playing Gaga's album or have you, has it been and gone for you? I'm interested oh, in your opinion. I am playing it and I'm loving it. And uh, I saw a meme the other day actually on um, oh, one of those gay ones. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It's Pornhub. It, it's I think it's at it's lit gay shit. I don't know, but we've um, we know they listen. Hi guys. Um, hey. Anyway, I think I saw a meme where it has somebody, an old woman, sat at a table and the windows blowing like there's a massive explosion. It said gays when it goes from Chromatica Part Two to Nine One One, which is so true. I don't Papa know if you, how well you know the app. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the way it goes from um, you know a bit of instrumental to into sign. Us. Oh, into a storming track. I mean, it's just great. I I love the whole album, but it's, but it's one of those albums that you can listen to and then you get new favourites each week. But sign, you can keep sign. 
Piss off, Elton John. Oh, that's my favourite one. Oh, God, it's so rubbish. That and Babylon. Oh. Although Babylon... Do you think Babylon rips off Vogue? There's been quite a bit of talk about this. Oh. I think it does. And I just there, think... isn't, there isn't a Gaga album that doesn't rip off, rip off Madge at some point. I know, but you would think at this point, when Gaga's making an album, one of her top priorities would be, let's make sure none of the songs sound like a Madonna song. And... <laughs> now you've gone and done it sounding like probably the most famous Madonna song there is. Like, surely at this point she's doing it to trollers. Like, how are you ripping off Vogue? Like, have you not learned that it's not a good idea to have songs that sound like Madonna anymore? I know. She's like Grace Kelly and, oh, something else. Um, <laughs> it, just, it, just so, it just sounds so much like it. <laughs> Come on, brogues. <laughs> which would, um, which would, sorry to make this a Lady Gaga podcast, but which if you chose the next single that was going to be released, what would you choose? Um, Free Woman. Oh God, that's such a bad choice. We are on opposite <laughs> ends of the scale. <laughs> but that doesn't mean mine's bad and yours is good though, does it? I think that's how it works. I didn't know there was any free will in it. <laughs> I'm afraid, well, man, it's awesome. It's such a good tune. Maybe you should listen to it again. I think you've got your wires crossed. I like Enigma. I think that'd be a good single. No crap. <laughs> but I think she's going to release the one with, um, oh shit, I've forgotten the name. Sour Candy. What's the name of the band? Uh, Blackpink. Blackpink. Uh, I'd I'm never not heard in, of I'm them, but apparently that. they're really big, Oh, they are huge. Uh, Dua Lipa did a song with them as well. They're um, a huge um, K-pop band. Am I old now that I don't know these things? Really friggin' old, yeah. Well, thanks for sugarcoating that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's get to India Mayhem's sketch. What did you think of this one? Um, it's well. It started well, like Michelle Visage says later on. It started well. I think India looked fantastic. She really she comedy. Did. I mean, that breastplate was flawless. I have to say, I'd love one of those. Give your boobs <laughs> a jiggle. Um, and I think that Mayhem was the weak link. And then it went on too long. Like they said, the whole licking thing was just actually quite gross <laughs> is, I didn't... is that a real thing i think it's i think it's supposed to be a thing like i think Ariana they did Grande. yeah oh, no. and some and, and also during covid some people have licked some um some vegetables and stuff and they got oh, done for right. it yeah in supermarkets but were they were they intentionally trying to spread it um it's just it's just a thing like so, licking something and then leaving it has been a thing in america for a while but then, it, but but then it just didn't make any sense when when they had the smashed vase and they were gonna lick that and it was just like that's stupid. I found that quite funny actually. Just and they were and, and they were and they were licking each and they were being weirdly sexual with each other. It was just oh no. I mean, I'm not some sort of I'm not some sort of prude, obviously, but it was just like oh, just just made no sense. You're more of a sucker than a licker. If if I know oh, anything. Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. So we get to the workroom and Alexis um, says. Okay, I really want to hear your opinion on this because I don't know if it's just me being crazy. Alexis said she thought camouflage was camel toe and then they played a camel noise in her confessional, but in her confessional, but I had to rewind it because I thought she farted. <laughs> Do you know no. which bit I'm talking about? Yeah, and it was a, it was a camel noise. It was just there for, for there to be funny, but it wasn't particularly funny. But it didn't I thought it just sounded like she massively cut the cheese. <laughs> I think they I think they probably would have redone that bit if that had actually happened. I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, <laughs> and, and I know you I know you want a live fart on the show, but I mean I just don't think it's I don't think it's cricket. But well it's... let me walk you through the history of farts on the show. Carmen <laughs> Carmen Carrera on season three farted in Untucked, and Sharon yeah. Needles farted on the main stage on season four and Rock'em On the main stage. S- on the main stage and Rockham Sec- Sakura, Rockham Sakura on season 12 farted repeatedly in the workroom and one fart in a lip sync, but that was like a, a joke one. <laughs> so Alexis farting in a confessional is not um, that far Yeah, but it would it would have been a bit, it wouldn't have been quite as loud as that. Or, and I don't think it would have sounded like a four-legged beast. And if Alexis did it, she would turn around and go, bam, afterwards, surely to go. <laughs> yeah, or she'd go, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> Sickening note. Um, so Shay says she had fun with Alexis in the scene, but is still looking over her shoulder. So I don't know if they're friends now or what. It's all up in the air a little bit. I think it it has been smoothed out a bit. I think they're both quite they're both quite contenders in the show. So I think it's best for them to um, you know keep your friends close, babes, your enemies closer. But yeah, but I think if Alexis was on the bottom and Shay in the top, she'd vote her out. Because if you either know one, someone's either going one, for either you... one, yeah, either one would get rid of either of them. Give yeah, definitely. 
Um, so then we get to the um, serious section and Blair starts talking about her DUI that was on TMZ. And then Mayhem gets competitive and reveals she's had not one but two DUIs. <laughs> I know. I, first, of all, first of all, I love that. It's like, well, oh, that's like, I've got a headache. I've got a brain tumour. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, babes. <laughs> I got a DUI. I killed someone. No, I mean, I do think, obviously, first of all, it was like, oh, that's, that's quite funny. But then, obviously, the story takes a turn for the macabre. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back. And sorry, we got cut off mid-topic then because of these Zoom restrictions. Yeah, exactly. It was not like it was a serious topic either. It was DUIs. It didn't get. I don't know why Sam finds this very comedic, the DUIs. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it should be a challenge on Drag Race. I did initially, but then I mean, I, I, they, they should do a special crime episode, Crime Watch of uh, Drag Race. Mayhem will finally win a challenge. <laughs> well, a lot of these, a lot of these queens have come from you know quite poor backgrounds or quite poor areas, and you know, and they have a lot of problems when it comes to you know drug problems and, you know, poverty and things like that. So it isn't surprising that some of them have been involved. Yeah, that's the funny thing, especially online these days. People are like, you're a drag queen, you're a role model, you should know better, you should be... And it's like, drag queens have always been on the edge of crime, <laughs> really. It's yeah. always been quite... Like, <laughs> well, well, that, well, that is the thing. You look at the Stonewall riots, for example. I mean, their very existence was a crime to begin with. And... You know, and you, and they you don't you know in small town America like you know proper Trump land they can't you know walk down the high street and have a go oh yay RuPaul's Drag Race they'll get abuse. Well, I mean, if I want a night out, if you want to find trouble and find a wild night, you go to a drag queen. <laughs> That's what you find. It's like, I, I don't know why people are shocked when they end up revealing a bit of a sketchy past. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're all well. The thing is, he was saying, um, you know, do, do the most drugs and drink the most, and that you know. Booze and, like we said with Juju B before, but booze and drugs is obviously... Because it's, it's the club scene. Do you know what I mean? They work in a club scene. If you're not on until 2am or something, you know, you're generally... And, and it's like, you know, it's almost like a badge of honour to be a bit, you know, crap and drunk. Then that's... Obviously, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? And then, you know, clearly, like, these places would be quite far from where they would live. So, you know, driving would be one of the only things that you would do to get there. And also, you wouldn't have to go on public transport in your drag, blah, 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 blah. But, like... You know, and so then basically, obviously... we fully we fully condone it. We fully Absol- absolutely condone <laughs> the DUIs. I can't. I mean, I'm just not surprised. Do you know what I mean? Keep going. No, but I mean, obviously, the sad thing about it was, but it was, you know, it it feeds right into Black Lives Matter. Do you know what I mean? Because here is a here is a here is not only it's a black man driving on his own with a DUI, but also in full drag. And you know, and Mayhem says that he was stripped naked, and people took photos and laughed. And you know, that isn't that isn't you know that isn't by the book, is it? Well, I was going to ask that. I don't know, because if you've been arrested and it's drug related, I don't know if maybe it is standard practice to take your clothes off just to search you. I know they search you before you go to jail to check you haven't hidden anything, usually up your ash hole. Yeah, but I think that, I think the point was that it was in front of other people, front of loads of other people. Well, I don't know if that might be standard practice just because, like, so that you're not left alone with someone so they could take advantage. I mean, it sounds awful to me. It shouldn't be that way. Are you not, I, I, I'm not being funny. Are you, are you not recognising their pain? I'm sorry about this. Oh, no, I definitely think it sounds awful. I just don't know if it's actually illegal or whether it's... You seem to, you seem to think it sounds standard. <laughs> I'm very pro-stripping and demeaning queens. It's just always <laughs> been my thing. Which, who went to jail? Was it Mayhem actually went to jail? Um, yes, I think so. But um, it was India that said that she didn't go to jail in, in an earlier crime-related episode. <laughs> and how do you think you'd fare in jail, Sam? You know, I've thought about this in the past, actually. You should think about it. I... <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> uh, I'll be kept at Her Majesty's pleasure. I think <laughs> that I would basically find, like, the biggest, craziest crim in there, become uh, their prison wife, and then... You know, and then, you know, and then... Isn't that how you met David? Well, <laughs> that is how I met... Joe. That is how I met David. <laughs> no, I would become the prison... I'd become the prison wife, and then, you know, if anybody tried to rape me in the showers, they'd get shanked. So, I mean, I've, 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 thought, it, I've thought it through. <laughs> that is the best... I've actually heard, because I do know some people who've been to prison, that gay men like ourselves fare quite well, because they are all kind of 
doing that kind of thing. Mm. But obviously you come with a bit more experience. So it's kind of like for in exchange for protection, you kind of become the pass around prison bottom. Oh, which... I wouldn't want to be. That's the point. I wouldn't want to be passed around. That's why I would find, you know, I would. Well, find... it's either that or be like, I don't know, beaten up. Well, no, because that's the point. If you if, if you are if you if you're if your husband's with, you know, the biggest, meanest criminal in there, then they would have a gang and therefore, you know, nobody would be allowed to touch you. I told you I, I told you I thought it out. <laughs> You have thought you thought out better than me. I think I'm playing my hand too early you, in jail. Well, you're, you're, Day one, what, I'm like right. Your, and your hand being that you're going to be the pass around bottom. It's not really much of a hand. <laughs> Worse still, if no one's interested. So and also, and also it sounds like more of a fantasy, really, than an actual thing. <laughs> Busted. Oh, that's quite appropriate. <laughs> and speaking of jailbait, should we see what Moon is wearing this week? Yay! <laughs> right. Let's see if we can sing this in sync this time. Okay. Three, two, one. To, 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 to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. To, the moon. Oh, God, no. That's, that. that was worse than the first time. Oh, look at this. Hi, guys. Oh, wow. Are you wearing some sort of supermarket uniform? <laughs> yeah, I've got my uh, second oh, job after this. I thought that was a little badge. Actually, it looks like you work at Sephora. <laughs> So we've got Moon in a white polo with Barber International black Ooh. badge on the top, oh. left-hand corner it would be for you. And button, <laughs> buttoned up to the very top as well. Buttoned up to the top, giving giving me preppy, giving me Oxford Cambridge rowing, monochr- monochr- giving monochromatic me, vibes. <laughs> uh, my dad will pay you off type vibes. Totally. Yeah, I like it. Yes, yes, definitely. Used car salesman. <laughs> and we're also rocking a beard. <laughs> yeah, I've had a long week, haven't had a chance to shave today. Oh, I like the beard. Yeah, and I, the hair's too. looking good as well. Mm. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> Overall, I would give it a strong 9 out of 10. There's room for improvement. but Ten, 8 out of 10, because I do like the, uh, the lockdown hair and beard. 8 out of 10 cats. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Making an effort oh, for pride. Oh, well done, Moon. I think it's a good improvement on last week where we were giving Christianity, which was not... Know your audience, basically. <laughs> so this week we're... Um, thank you, Moon. Thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs> oh, and another segue. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to give a quick shout-out to a few of our listeners. The gorgeous Miss Ruby V, Dean UK 2020, and Tiffany. Uh, they've all been giving us lots of love on Instagram, and that's how you get a shout-out. Uh, so we're onto the runway, and finally, thank God, I like Rue's dress again. I was getting worried. Yeah, so we've got. That's a good how would dress. you describe this, Sam? Graphic, colourful. I, I don't know. Pop I art. feel like each look this week has been done by a new designer. Do you know what I mean? I think it's all like yeah. they're all quite um, out there. They're all quite different, and I feel like um, that she's like spoken to some new designers and they've and they and they've said like oh you know do one per week and i think because because each one is quite different and i think this one it's, it's got a sort of a british vibe to it i think you're right that she might be working with designers because traditionally rupaul only works with zaldi mm. a designer who all the early seasons did all her outfits and right. i think that's why they were all so perfectly made for her body because mm. rupaul is an illusion mm. whereas now I, I think you're right some some of the dresses are nice but they just seem a bit like off with the fitting which is part of the whole yes, like exactly beauty well of the room. whole um the whole illusion that it's supposed to be yeah you know, the um or obviously the padding and stuff like for example like last week you couldn't there's no hourglass figure last week for example with the um, fluffy number it was just sort of like straight down which is much more yeah which is much more you know high fashion and less you know drag queen but I don't like it. We want the silhouette. And that's what they're always saying to contestants. We want to see the silhouette. So lead by example, please. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. So um, I know who the guest judge is this week as well for the first time in a while. It's the, <laughs> uh, it's the actress from Modern Family. I don't know her name. Sa- Do you know her it's name? It's Sarah so. Highland. Um, she is yes. fabulous. I think she Has she been on it before? I don't think she has been on before, but I actually didn't recognise her at first. She looks quite different looks, from on Modern Family. Well, she looks grey. Her hair, you know, she's got she's got a um, curly mop top, which I'm not I'm not ashamed of myself. And I think I don't know if it suits her though, to be honest. Oh, I it love it. It suits you, Sam, I, when you do it. But thanks, babe. She looked a bit poodly. I like yeah, but I like that poodle look. But also, I think she was brilliant throughout. I mean, like she gets because you know how sometimes they have 
they have a guest and they don't really say much. She said loads. Maybe a bit too much. Who knows? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I because lo- everything she had to say was you know either relevant or quite funny. Do you watch Modern Family? I do. You know what? I watched about seven seasons of it, and then I just started getting sick of the the faux documentary style that it's in. It's just like, you know, they're looking at the camera, blah, 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 blah. I just got, I just kept, just got over it. Yeah, I'm the same. I really used to enjoy it, but something about it became tiresome after a while. Um, I also didn't like, the children in it were quite annoying, but I, I liked... Well, they all, they, all grew, they all grew up, didn't they? Nobody wants that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the same thing. All the kid actors are always cute and then they grow up and usually features that lend themselves to cute children turn into yeah, quite they, frightening they all, adults. They all get, they, they all get Hayley Joel Osmond. <laughs> Sort of, you know, that scary, that scary gargoyle look. They all got Macaulay. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a um, there was a kid in school actually um, who everybody just loved. He was a blonde kid. He was, you know, he was funny. He was really cute, and everybody just loved him. But then by the time we got to like seventeen, eighteen, he'd like literally his cuteness had gone, had fallen by the wayside. He'd grown into ugly, and it was like, is this kid you, sad, Sam? Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I wasn't great to begin with. I just grew into a, into a good face. Do you know what I mean? When? They had a good... I haven't <laughs> seen you since. <laughs> are, we, are we still expecting that? No, I'm joking. It's, You're beautiful. It's a work in, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, babes. <laughs> um, so the, the runway is camouflage. Uh, would you have any ideas for how you do this? I've got quite a few camouflage bits and bobs, actually, in my wardrobe. So I do. I would... You know, I, I think I'd go more along the lines of Private Benjamin, but um, that's just Oh, I love that film. I, I would incorporate, I think, I'm surprised no one did any kind of, like, mud on them or, like, blood or, like, you could have made yeah, it a bit like more... like proper wartime. But uh, a few people on Reddit were saying that they thought it was... that camo is actually offensive because of that, which I think is kind of ridiculous. But, um... Well, it's, it's, it's still... Well, it's... I think they think it's offensive because if you look at something like the Vietnam War um, and... You know, obviously, you know, an occupation and that sort of thing. I mean, it's still, but it's still a pattern. So they were going, they were going about it as a pattern, which is why I thought that, for example, what Alexis did was really good. Oh, yeah. So should we go through our highs and lows? Like, I thought yeah. Alexis looked good, but I didn't, I, I wasn't as gagged as a lot of people seem to be. It was just a bit too It was just really different compared to everybody else. I didn't even know white camo was a thing, but I guess any kind of, so if you're in snow, obviously you won't be in, Green and well, brown exactly. it's, it's, to do, it's, a, it's to do with um, it's to do with snow hunting, like hunting um, hunting like foxes and like leopards in in you know winter. Obviously, I've done this a lot, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, mayhem wears a pink. Cam- when would you need ever need a pink camo? What are you camouflaging well, that, in there? <laughs> that was obviously that was just a play on it, and I think well, that outfit was shit, frankly. <laughs> I thought she looked good and it was cute, but yeah, if there's one thing you know on Drag Race, they're going to read you for being in a bodysuit swimsuit type thing, and. That's what she gave, and she's already given yes. it once on the season already. Yeah, and it was just it was just a bit lackluster, actually. I mean, I lo- I mean, I thought you know I love Juju B, but I thought that was a bit boring. Um, I liked Juju's, I... but I didn't like the red bag because you know the whole red and green should never be seen. So she's got camo, and then she had a red clutch, and a red and red shoes. Red shoe. Oh, you know, I I seem to have shoe blindness. I never see shoes. You do. I've gone shoe blind. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed the shoes either, and then every week someone says the shoes, and I've always forgotten about them. Well, it's me that says the. But did you notice the shoes? Because neither of you two bothers to look. It's because Sam looks people up and down. He gives them that dirty look, and he's just used to go. Charlie used to do it as well. <laughs> I want. I want to drink them all in. <laughs> <laughs> well, controversially, I didn't really like Shay's look. It's like a sixties blue because, like, she's everyone loves Shay, and she's become like a, almost a messiah. But she's still not. Like sometimes the fashion, it didn't work for me last week and this week. There's just the shape I didn't like. And well, no- I've got two things to say on this. First of all, um, I get what you're saying about Shay, but I think we haven't mentioned at all her comment at the beginning of the show, which was so conceited about how she thought she was going to come to All Stars and basically uh, just you know mosey her way onto the top without getting any competition. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we did. F- I thought that was. I thought that was a bit shocking, actually. But I mean. She- it's not as bad when it's based in some reality because Shay has a great track record on season nine and she is one of the big performers from the show who's good yeah, at track I, race. Yeah, so. I get it, but she, but she wouldn't have known who else was going to be on the show. So to say, it's, so to say that she was just going to literally have no competition, walk just walk her way to the front and take the crown, it's just a bit outrageous. A bit naive, yeah. 
Um, well, I, naive and and quite conceited, but um, but the look on that, but the look on the runway, I did, I did really like it. But again, when when they go backstage and she sat there trying to be serious with these little granny glasses on, it was just it just looked stupid. <laughs> I just want something a bit more clean. It, the, the last two looks from hers have been a bit busy. And also, I thought it wasn't particularly fitted, and again, it looked quite crafty. Yeah. Um, I did, however, really like Cracker's look. And even though it wasn't that creative and she didn't do anything that interesting, it was just a clean, striking look. And she just looked really good for her. It was, it was, it was, (laughs) and it was shade. She did look really good. She did look like camo, you know, camo Britney. And um, yeah, I liked the look. I thought it was one of the strongest, but I don't, but I actually preferred India's look. And also I think that... um, you know, the way they banged on about, about Cracker at the end. Mm. Please, wasn't that good? She didn't deserve to win the challenge. Oh, I agree that I pref- I loved India's look. She had like the I mean, black latex, was... the red wet hair. Oh, oh my illusion. God, it was amazing. And the makeup was amazing. And like the latex kimono with like the big bow and everything. It was just great. Yeah, this is what I like when they give you a different, obviously a different look, but like a whole different kind of side of them every week. Because we haven't seen India look like this. Whereas what we saw from Mayhem, like... I just feel like we've seen her do the stuff like that before. I want something new. And exactly. And I think with a lot of the outfits, Cracker included, um, I know it was camo was the theme, but it was just like, if that was in black or yellow, it would have just been you know, the same. It was just literally to just use some different material. That's what it was. It wasn't the theme. Yeah, you're right. If, if, I mean, you should always try and think what's everyone else going to do and what can I do to stand out? And exactly. sometimes being too exactly. literal is... Exactly. India massively did that. It's totally stood out and looked amazing. And different hair and everything. I mean, how do you get... It must be so difficult to do slick back wig. Just dunk it in the sink. That's what I do. <laughs> um, we get to the critiques and Juju gets good comments, which was my surprise of the week. So I kind of thought she might be in the bottom, which clearly no. I'm a minority with. I she, was, I she, thought... she was the best in the challenge. I, was, I think she was the best out, out of... I mean, I know I say this every week, but I think she was the best out of all of them because she was proper acting and playing a different yeah. character with, an act, with a whole different voice and everything. And she was... You know, and, and she, like they said, like Sarah Hyland says, she waits and waits for somebody else to speak. And then, you know, because the, the good thing when you're doing improv, when you're waiting, you're thinking of the next funny thing to say. If you just blurt something out, then it's not going to be good. Do you know what I mean? You have to like react to what they're saying, but you think while they're talking. Yeah. I just thought maybe they could go down the route of you were good but you got outshined by cracker that's something they sometimes do because yeah, and they all love over- cracker cracker overacted once again i don't know i thought cracker was good just because she got those uh, they clearly were planned as we said and forced yeah. but they yeah. were also <laughs> the best jokes i thought um they said the same as what you did about mayhem that it started strong but kind of fizzled and then mm. we get a bit of an awkward moment because carson says she doesn't really get the look and she says i'm black barbie going to combat that's what i am and then... <laughs> I loved it. We haven't had shade from a shade from one of the queens on the stage to the judges for ages. So it was um, it was highly welcome. But especially it's always when... awkward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like mm, I don't maybe you just didn't get it. Mm. I mean, I think props go to Carson Cressy for being the funniest person in the whole episode. Frankly, I think um, you know in the, the the part that he was playing in GMZ, like she's like, what did she say? Oh, something about. Um, you can't beat China in the China. I mean, that was hilarious. But like... Um, <laughs> and then like, they said, she... oh, glass in your ass. <laughs> but it was just like... So then also to be so involved in the whole challenge and then for Mayhem to be rude. I mean, it was like... She signed her own death warrant. Yeah, I mean, of all the judging panel, to answer back to someone, Carson, you would be most surprised at because he's generally quite constructive. He, does, he doesn't really do shade. Whereas you can understand more of a clapback with Michelle. She actually... Mm kind of rips them to shreds sometimes. Yeah, exactly. He was just but he was just saying what he thought without being shady. It was just his opinion. Yeah. Um, but I also understand, like, you've been stood up all day, you've worked hard, you're getting shaded. I can understand why <laughs> they sometimes do bite. Yeah, you can understand it, because I can imagine you snapping back quite easily. But um, I think it's at, <laughs> that, at that time, that's not the time to do it. It doesn't do you any favours. Of course it never you're, you're, goes well. You're, 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 about to, you're about to possibly get the chop, so really? No. Michelle tells her because of that she has attitude, and Mayhem says, no, she was just kikiing. Um, <laughs> but later in Untucked, she admitted it, what she did have attitude, so... Of course she did. It was obvious. <laughs> 
Um, so the cracker gets the win. So you don't agree with that. I do. Mm. But I mean, it was kind of. It always felt like Cracker was going to be given a shining moment because she's quite a fan favorite. Um, I think. Then... I think with the. I think India with if if like because she started off the challenge really well. Um, if she'd have done better, just a bit better, a bit more funny, and then come out with that look, I think she could have won it. Well, I think I never think they would have given it to her because I think the show just desperately want to get rid of Mayhem. Oh, I know they feel really like, <laughs> even if they win, I still feel like they're going to find a way to just twist and get rid of them. Because <laughs> um, even everyone on the show, when they went backstage, said they thought Mayhem and Blair were going to be in the top. Yeah, that which so, was super. I thought that was super weird. Actually, they were like, oh, and then and then what is it? India said, yeah, you, me, both about um, then thinking that they should have been in the top, but they, I mean, they shouldn't have been in the top. But I think I thought it was almost a bit sad that they said that um, they thought really, they felt really funny during it. And then it obviously but wasn't. But bear in mind the show sometimes, um, this happened uh, last year on All Stars 4 with Jersey Justice. Everyone thought in the on the show that Naomi was going to win that challenge. And then it said that when it showed it on TV, they cut out a lot of her jokes. So what we oh. see sometimes, not even just with the Sherry Pie thing, but we see an edited version. So if they want Mayhem and India in the bottom, they might have edited some of their funnier moments out. I don't know. Maybe not, but... Oh, that is shady. That's, that's Sub- dodgy dealings. That's subterfuge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I do on the show when I edit all your good stuff out. <laughs> do you? <laughs> nah, I don't worry. Luckily, there's not a lot of good stuff to edit out, so... <laughs> it's a ten-minute show. <laughs> um, we get to the deliberations, and it feels like Mayhem has kind of given up. Yeah, massively, which was weird. And GGB um, mentions it and says... You know, that she thinks that she's checked out. And I think she has. And then she doesn't even seem to be that bothered about it. I think she feels like, do you know what? Fuck this. And I think, like, getting... Giving the sass back to Carson Cressy was the sign of her thinking, do you know what? I think I'm done. But it seems to be happening a lot on this season. Like, usually on an All-Stars season, um, people really are in it to win it. And it's quite cutthroat. But it feels like there's a lot of people just caught of... This season, they, this season, they just want to pack up and go home, thanks. But they spent all that money preparing and like all the <laughs> stuff you'd think. But they're just giving up. Do you know? Do you know what, guys? I really can't be bothered. Just put all, just shove, shove your lipsticks in the box. Send me home. <laughs> I'm finished. Indi- India is telling everyone. She's not only saying she wants to stay, but she's actually throwing Mayhem under the bus. Like she's saying, I love, I love this. And then Mayhem was like, "I'm really proud of my sister. I think we did a really good. Sh- I think we did really well in this, in this, in this scene." Blah 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 blah. And then India goes, "Yeah, she was she shit." Was, shit. <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Wow, that you couldn't be more different." So we get a glimpse at the votes, and Shay gets her revenge on Mayhem, picks her lipstick. We see <laughs> Mayhem pick a lipstick, but she says she's a f- she was a fan of drag before Drag Race, and she's a fan of India's. That's because then, she, that's because she was voting for India. That's why. No, because she it later transpired she voted for herself. Mayhem did no. Yeah, that's what I thought happened at first. I thought she she said it because she picked India, but she, actually, in Untucked, she picks her own lipstick, and then she said um, again. She she checked out like on Gina. Oh my! God. I know it's sad. Um, sad, but that but then just as it gets sad, we get to the best bit of the episode. I think which is regularly the best bit. That's where we find out the Lip Sync Assassin. I love the Lip Sync Assassin reveal. So good. Did you recognise who it was at first? Um, no, but I was watching it with um, my partner David and he knew who it was straight away, but he's a bit obsessed with Drag Race. So um, he was like, oh my God. But I, well, I mean, um, <laughs> I didn't obsessed. know it was Morgan at first. So she did look a bit different from usual, but she looked amazing. I don't remember her from the season, I have to say, but I watched I watched all of our All Stars three and the third season, so I don't know why I didn't. I didn't I, she's she's not in she, season like three. She's... she's in season two. They they wrote it oh. wrong on the episode, which is oh. <laughs> insane. But yeah, <laughs> did they? Did they really? Yeah, they put season three, and Morgan McMichael's is from season two, which is just <laughs> Oops. God. How un- the unprofessionalism far too much. I just, just can't. can't. You you can't get the help, babes. It's terrible. <laughs> But Morgan does get respect, if not from the producers, from her fellow queens, because Cracker bows and Mayhem talks about how she's a best friend. So it's nice to see her get that respect. Yeah, I mean, oh, she gets great respect. And do you know what it is? It's worth it because the, um, the lip sync's amazing. Yeah, and Morgan also did have such a kind of bad All-Stars run on All-Stars 3. It's nice to see her come and get a bit of a redemption. She, on All-Stars 3, she leaves quite early. Is that right? 
She left first, but then she then De La Creme brought her back to be eliminated again. So she never actually had a shining (laughs) moment on All Stars 3. Come back so we can kick you off again. But she gets one here. Oh, by the way, I have to mention, there's a video of Morgan and Mayhem online watching Mayhem's awful talent show performance where she's like... (laughs) And they are pissing themselves laughing watching it. And if you haven't seen it, watch it because it is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God, definitely send me the link. I want to see that. I'll send it to you. Um, uh, Also, some credit I have to give. Cracker changed into a lip sync look that I thought was pretty cool. Yes, I liked the Cracker's context. lip-sync look. Uh, yeah. The contacts were nice. The wig was nice. And do you know what? She, she throws everything at it. You've got to be honest. Um, I'm, not, I'm no Cracker fan, but she throws everything at it. Like, she does lip-sync. She doesn't mind getting her fat ass in the air. It was, um, <laughs> it was, I, thought it was, I thought she was great. She packed a lot in. Um, oh, she packed so I much mean, in. I like playing with, the, playing with the freaking set furniture as well. I mean, people don't do that very often, but she, you know, she was literally fighting for that win. I think the last time someone be- went back there was her friend Monet Exchange and she got eliminated for it. So I'm surprised she did it again. But I, Did I she get eliminated say, for, for doing that? Did she say that? Not for doing it, but Monet got beaten by Cameron. But she went off the stage during Lizzo, good as hell. And then she kind of came back on and then broke a light by doing the split. So I think it was just a general... <laughs> just a, just a messy shambles. Lip-sync. <laughs> yeah, so messy. Do you like this Rihanna song, Where Have You Been, that they lip Where to? Where have you been? Oh, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, it's great. It's really good, for, it's really good if you're in the club. <laughs> it's not one of my favourites, but Rihanna's been done a lot on the show now. She's probably one of the most lip-synced artists, and I think there has are she better ever, Rihanna songs Has she ever been a judge? That. No, never. I think well, she'd she be should... a great judge. Oh, she And would, she does she like be. Drag Race. She often like follows the queens like Nina West and people, so mm. I, I imagine she wants to be, but she's quite elusive these days, Rihanna. Oh, yeah, she's taking, taking time out of the, out the spotlight. Um, we should do that. <laughs> we weren't so, in the spotlight to begin with. <laughs> did you did you think that Cracker won the lip sync? Um, actually, do you know what I? When it got to the end of it, I thought they were both equally equally good, and and there was good interaction between the two of them as well. Like, I mean, I mean, Morgan does that like jump rope while she was while while Miss Cracker was while yeah while Miss Cracker was doing um. Doing those, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, look at you knowing all the no- knowing all the names. All right, babes. Didn't I watched you- another recap before we, <laughs> so I actually have got all of those from the other recap. <laughs> well, good for you I'm, for pil- just co- good for you for pilfering. I'm just copywriting everyone at this point. Well, um, so I think so. Yeah, there was good interaction, and I think yeah, they were. But it, it was. It was right that they were, it was a draw, actually. I agree with I that. thought Morgan won, but I did agree they were both strong, so I'm not mad at the result. But apparently a lot of people are saying on Reddit that they restarted the lip sync because Morgan was winning easily and they told Cracker she had to step it up. But Morgan has denied this, so I don't know if this is just one of those fake rumours going around. Ooh, fake rumours, fake rumours, fake news. Um, I think that, um, I don't know why <laughs> you think that she won it. I mean, I thought she was good, but she wasn't pulling out any moves, really. Like, um... Like she had funnier one. moments, like she pointed at Cracker's cooch and did that funny face. Yeah, that was funny, and because she used the music, used the lyrics of the music to, to. That was yeah, that was good. And I didn't, I don't like Cracker's cartwheels or splits. I think, I think it's better not to do them than to do them looking badly. Like, they look painful. <laughs> yeah, they just. It sort of looked like you know, fourth grade gym class or something. It was just a bit. It was just a bit, pedestri- <laughs> bit pedestrian, and I think also like if you can't do it dramatically or funnily or um, you know professionally and it just looks a bit shabby then don't bother at all and on the right beat of the song cracker's just doing it mid-verse it's like no you have to do it on the the bit where the key change she was like death drop do this do that she was literally throwing everything with the kitchen sink at it it was a checklist she was just going through right (laughs) have i done this um so they get the double win which is our first one of the season and usually double wins on all stars happen when the lipsticks are the same so they've never mm. sent home two different girls mm. i thought maybe this time because both the girls at the bottom are kind of filler that we might get our first yeah, double all stars i was actually genuinely quite excited about that i thought there was going to be you know a double elimination like they do in you know the apprentice sometimes but um yeah or, oh, or, I love yeah, when they or, do that on The Apprentice. I know, or our fave show, Sled Big Brother, um, when they do a double Haven't they done it on... Haven't they done more than two on The Apprentice once? Didn't they once fire, like... Yeah, they yeah. did three. The um, one of my when my ex was on it, do you remember? He was fired before um before they even <laughs> before they even got called back into the boardroom, and oh then they God, fi- and they and they fired two people. What had he done wrong? 
Um, with you. <laughs> that was it. They were like, oh, you went out with Sam Dowler. Oh, you're fired. Um, <laughs> or, 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 was it your, or was it your tired? I'm not really sure. Um, anyway, so um, I think he, they, uh, Sir Alan had, sorry, Lord Sugar had asked him, he said he was into fashion stuff and he said, oh, this next, the next challenge is a fashion challenge and he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to be PM. So, um, and then his team lost. So he was like, I asked you to be the PM. You said you didn't want to do it. And then your team lost. So you're fired. Oh my God. You can't turn down being the I know. PM, project manager. Just... Yeah. When he's been assigned to you. Jesus. Well, exactly. When Lord decides I did say to him afterwards, I was like, mm, you sort of, you sort of backed yourself into a corner there, dear. That is a show where you don't answer back as well to to the host if ever there's a show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I went to I went with him to uh, your fired the um the live show and uh, the met, met Karen Brady afterwards in the green room and she wasn't wearing any shoes and I did think that was funny. I wouldn't have even noticed because I don't see shoes, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just see people. <laughs> oh, we've done that before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Have. My memory's so bad. <laughs> um, so it's quite sad because they they do both say mayhem, but Morgan, who is Mo, uh, Mayhem's best friend, has to like oh, turn her own friend's lipstick, which is quite sad for her. That is quite sad, and I thought that she would make more of that, but she didn't. Um, I thought she'd be like, "Oh, honey, my sister. I mean, you don't deserve it," but she just sort of just names it, names and shows. It's good that the other lipstick was also mayhem because if it had just been Morgan's. Then it would have been like, oh, if I'd just thrown the lips, yeah, I should have thrown I the lips. Saved her, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She'd be like, oh, thanks for that. But um, I think that it, yeah, it works. It works out well. They're both by him, and I think it was. And I think her exit speech is one of the most gracious I've seen on the show. Actually, all of all. Oh, seasons. definitely. She says, "I am the queen, queen of the party." And yeah, then and then she, she says, she... <laughs> Go on. She says, you never want to be the last queen at a party. You need to know when it's time to leave. And it just felt very, like, poignant, I thought. I know. I wish I knew when it was time to leave. I'm usually the one, like, licking the walls at the end of the night. Getting, so you, you are know... a licker. <laughs> or, my, or I need to know when to stop minesweeping. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do, I'm I do always agree there at the end as well. Yeah, it's you, <laughs> you and me on the floor getting dragged out by our, by our heels. But I think Drag it was... <laughs> I think it was, yeah, I think it was really nice. It was the right person to go with, like, if they, and, and now I know that she voted for herself, then obviously it was the right thing to happen. So you, you won't miss Mayhem? No, not really. But then I also don't think India would have been a huge loss either, so no, it, I mean, it could have gone either way. I think, um, I really like India, but, like, and she's really upped her game. I didn't think she would do this well, but I think, um, yeah, we're getting, to the, we're getting to the end now, so it's time to get rid of the riffraff. Yeah, I feel like once India's gone, we're going to be left with uh, all strong competitors. But yeah, exactly. I, I assume, because we find out at the end the preview, it's going to be Snatch Game of Love next week. So surely India is going to flop that, because I just can't see her doing well at Snatch Game. Ooh, well, you say that now. We could be surprised. Oh, I hope I am. I like to be gagged, but oh, I me just too. don't... <laughs> um, who do you... So in the preview, they say someone, one of the guest judges, is it Troy Savan? Is that his mm. name? Yeah, that's right. Well, um, says, and, and also, um, and also, the new judge of um, Canada Drag Race is, is a guest judge next Jeffrey week. Jeffrey Boa Chapman, yeah, he's been on. Right. He's very cute. That is what he is very cute. And I, so who do I think that they're talking about saying it's the best? Yes, that one. Uh, oh, make a prediction. I'm gonna say Juju B. <laughs> oh God, you are like a Juju Stan. I love Juju B. <gasps> Juju B, please marry me. Moo moo me. Oh, shut up. I think, uh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've gone mad. Those I bloody think... Marys have kicked in. <laughs> oh, the drugs have kicked in. I think <laughs> it's, um, or maybe it's, oh, maybe. I, I don't want to think it's Cracker, but I, I think, because well, Juju B's really funny and this is a, and it's a, it's a comedy challenge and it's an impression challenge and she's a good actress, so that's why I think that. I think it's going to be Alexis Mateo. Because mm, yeah, um, be. for it to be legendary, I think people like Juju and Cracker could pull off a solid snatch game. But someone mm. clearly does something quite memorable, mm. and I just feel like it's going to be Alexis Mateo, maybe Shay. I'm sorry, I don't think I don't think Alexis has the range. She doesn't have the range, darling. I don't think she does. Yeah, you could be right. I can't imagine her doing an accurate impression, but she could do something. Re- I mean, she did that um, Alicia Keys snatch game in season three, which mm. was so weird because she did it. Was it pregnant and butch and it was just bizarre. Yeah. Well, so English, she's English is her second language anyway, so it's bound to be quite difficult. Can we um, go through and... T- have you got any guesses for who you think people might do? 
Uh, India takes a big risk. We see that in the preview. We don't see who it is, but I'm guessing well, then, maybe that means oh, she's a man. Oh, you know what I thought, actually? I thought maybe because they've done that in the preview, maybe it's her that does, that does the amazing performance. I would love that, but I can't think who she would do, but then... Um, I mean... She could just go, you know, full-on Sherry Pie and just do an old lady, just do an old lady really well. <laughs> I thought you meant she was going to impersonate Sherry Pie. I was like, that would be, that would be a risk. <laughs> <laughs> Sashay away. I also think, because usually on All-Star season, the queens um, who've been eliminated get a chance to come back. And I reckon next week. So the preview is quite weird. They don't show us a lot of the actual episode. I've got mm. a feeling it's going to be next week that all the queens come back, if they are coming back. Uh, I would definitely like to see... I'd, I'd like a queen to come back, but somebody who hadn't been on the show already. That's what I'd quite like. Bring back, uh, Sha- bring back Shangela. She was robbed. Or Manila. <laughs> Oh, God, that's interesting. You should be a producer. That'd be good to bring someone completely new halfway through. Exactly. I never thought so, of that. Someone who, got, someone who got stitched up in the last series. That would be good. But I, I would quite like to see Derek back, just because she got the one episode, and I just thought, obviously, you were very triggered, Sam, because you hated her. <laughs> really triggered, really triggered. She's going to come... She, maybe she could come back for Snatch Game and do fucking Britney. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, look, problem... I, wa- I really wanted to take a risk, so I've done Britney. <laughs> I want to come out of my Britney box and do Britney for Snatch Game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do, do Britney going to the Oscars. It's different! <laughs> and for my camo runway, I'm going to do Britney in camo. <laughs> I just want to show a different side of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she couldn't have done that this week because the cracker did that. Oh, yeah, that is true. Um, so we're at the end of this episode. Another fun one. Thank you all for listening. And do not forget to tune in tomorrow for the Courtney Act. Do you want to do your Australian in- accent again, Sam? Oh, make sure you bloody tune in tomorrow and hear me, Courtney Act, live on United <laughs> Queendom. There, you, say, you said you wanted her to do it, so there, you've got it. Until then, good day, Mike. <laughs> good day. Bye. Bye.